Hello. So, I might be more busy recently. And, in, and uh, for the next few months, just because uh, school started for me. So, I will be focusing on my classes. But I will try to be here a bit more. Uh, I saw the new Spider-Man movie with my friends, and uh, I think it was a great movie, and I want to watch it with my parents as soon as it's on demand. I saw it in the theaters with my friends. I think it would, I think it, uh, I think it is my new favorite Spider-Man movie. It, it was very good. I, uh, don't think that the Spider-Man movies are going to be in the same universe as Marvel anymore, but I'm a little I'm a little relieved by that because Spider-Man is not necessarily a a big superhero. He's like a friendly neighborhood hero. And uh, being a part of being a part of Marvel takes away from that, but that, that's okay. And uh, soon I want to watch a movie with my parents. I might do that tomorrow. I I do not know what movie though. There's a lot of uh, good movies out there. Recently, I've been watching Breaking Bad with my dad. That's a good show. And then I've uh, seen a couple other movies recently, like Ant-Man and uh, the sequel to Ant-Man. I think uh, Ant-Man is underrated. But my mom does not like him. Mainly because she doesn't like ants. Which, I can understand that, but... He's still a cool hero. I, uh, want to go bowling soon, but I don't know when the, when the bowling alley in my town is open, so I just hope that, uh, it opens soon. Like, I, I went to the bowling alley with my friends before, but when we got there, it was closed, so 
we ran down to the park and we played laser tag. That was just a little frustrating though. And no one checked to make sure it was open. So we were all at fault. We all raced to the park though. That was uh that was fun. Everyone was racing to the park. I was uh a couple of my friends were driving a car. I was uh running one of uh one other person was running with me. But then he got too tired, and then he uh, went into the car, <laughs> and then there was one person riding a bike, and uh, the park was about a mile away, and I got there like a, a, a couple seconds after the car got there, and uh, I, I did beat the bike, so I, w I didn't... I wasn't last, which is good. But that race with the car was close. Like, my friend was able to drive quicker, but uh, he had to stop at a lot of stop signs and I think a light, and I was able to cut through a parking lot. But even then, I wasn't fast enough. He was, a, uh, he was able to drive alongside me, and he told me how fast I was running. <laughs> he was like, hey, you're running 12 miles an hour. <laughs> and then he took off. And then we played laser tag and the laser tag guns that my friend had were not that good. Because uh, it was just like a, a cheap set from Walmart and like there was only one sensor for each gun and it was very easy to block it. And then some, uh, a couple people did not want to lose, so they would just cover it up. There was like a, a couple machine guns and then like a pistols, and I had a pistol laser gun. And I figured out how to shoot quicker with it. And then uh, everyone thought I was cheating somehow. Laser tag's fun though, but... It's also expensive. At least for a good set.
and uh the bowling alley I don't care for too much mainly because uh I'm not the biggest fan of bowling but also because the bowling screens are terrible. Like, I don't know where to begin with them. Like, you have to see it to understand it. It's just... The animations for when you get a strike and stuff are like from the early 2000s and they just look so so primitive and they're very weird but apparently most bowling alleys are owned by uh, like one of three monopolies and they uh don't really update their animations or their software. Which is a little sad. I saw a video where these people made their own animations for bowling alleys, but they made them slightly offensive. That was a good video. Because with uh, how good some people are, they could easily just make their own animations for bowling alleys. But no, the bowling alleys use very old animation and very old software and It looks like a 10-year-old could make a better animation than what you see at the bowling alley. I've seen the animations, and they didn't even line up with what you got. Like, if you rolled a 7, it would say you rolled a 2. Like, something was up. There's uh, two tennis courts in my town, and uh, they're like a uh, hundred yards from each other, like within a hundred meters. They're very close. One's owned by the town I live in, and then the other is owned by the high school. And, uh, it's crazy how much the quality changes between the two courts, even though they're so close. Like, the 
the one by the high school. It's out in the sun. It's uh, like freshly paved and painted. It's protected by a fence. It has uh, the town name put on the fence and uh, the high school name and logo. Just very good quality. And then you walk a uh, hundred meters to the other tennis court and it is just terrible it's uh the color is fading the it's shaded by a bunch of trees so there's always a ton of leaves piled in it uh nets are in poor condition it's right by water so if it if you play tennis during a rainy day or in between rainy days you're gonna get bit by a ton of mosquitoes it's just not good it's just not good but uh that's uh only other place you can play tennis at when there's a tennis game going on for the high school. But it's funny because during the day, when even when there's school taking place, you'll have these uh, adults go and play tennis on the high school court. Just because the high school court is in that much better quality. It's just that, that crazy. I don't know, my town has a bunch of stuff that they don't need sometimes. And they always have, like, two right by each other. Like, there's two tennis courts right by each other, not even 100 meters apart. There is a track. There is a track at the high school. A quarter mile away, there is a track for the college the college campus, the like one of the outer campuses, not even a quarter mile away, there is another track owned by a different owned by a different place. Then uh, I live like a a mile and a half away from the country club at at my at my, in my town, and the country club has a golf course. That's mainly all, all it is, is a golf course, and it's a restaurant. Half a mile away, there is another golf course. And uh, now they're owned by the same... Now both golf courses are owned by the country club. But before, this, the other golf course was owned by someone else. <laughs> Morris is just... My, my town is just crazy like that. Like, we, we don't need two of everything competing side by side from one another. But our, our town is like that. And then, uh, we have a, a Starbucks. There is a Starbucks inside of the one store. You go into the Jewel Osco. That's a the local local store, local market. 
and uh, there's there's a Starbucks in there. You can pick up Starbucks on your way in or on your way out. Uh, half a mile away, there is another Starbucks, and it's uh, and it's not a part of the store. We don't need two Starbucks in our town. And to make matters worse, there's also a third coffee shop, and that's, uh, it's not Starbucks, but it is another coffee shop within half a mile from the store. And I, I do not know why. I have no idea why, but it, it, it is what it is. And then we, uh, we have, uh, a jewel, and then we have, uh, Walgreens, and they are across the street from each other. I mean, it is a ten-second walk from one store to the other, and they both have a pharmacy. Each one has their own pharmacy, if you want to consider that competition. That's unnecessary. And, uh, like a mile down the road, there's a, a KFC. And that KFC, and the exact, and the same building is half KFC, and it's half Long John Silver's, like, I suppose owned by the same larger entity. But it's, uh, That's a cool place to eat at. But yeah, it's it's just it's so strange how it's so strange how we have so many different unnecessary business competitions or like a recreational competition in our town. Like, uh, there's a, a vape store in, t in my town. Uh, not even a mile down the road, there's another vape store, and it has almost the same identical sign. It's, it's weird. Everything's weird. And they both light up at night, but not during the day. It's, am I, t it's not like my town is a big town where you can expect that. No, my town's a small, smaller town. So the fact that we have that ma that many strange anomalies is just it's not not normal. We were supposed to have a, a YMCA, and we were supposed to have a good one, and. Our town just uh, so bad that they didn't give us an actual good YMCA, and they gave us a small one—not even like a YMCA. It was just uh, it was just like a gym, basically, like a very small gym. And we have other we have other gyms in town. We have like an entire giant fitness center, and then we have two different CrossFits. Why do we have two CrossFits in the same town? 
it's... I mean, they're a little bit far apart. More than a couple of miles, but... We don't need two. Our town's too small to have two. It's it's strange. And it's funny how one of the CrossFits is significantly better than the other. I don't know about the Starbuckses. I've never been to either of them. The golf courses are... Both are kind of good. One of them goes around a neighborhood. The other one goes through a neighborhood, which is kind of cool. And uh, one, of the, one of the golf courses is uh, more of a private course. The other one is uh, more partially public. So, uh, like, I'm not allowed to play golf on the, on the private course, but on the other course, I'm allowed to play on specific days, like maybe Mondays or Fridays or something, but not every, not every day. That's only for members. The building at the, at the second golf course actually got burnt down. Uh, a while ago, like maybe two years ago, two or three, two or three years ago, the building at the, like the main building got burnt down. And I don't know if they finally rebuilt it or not, but for the longest time they had a tent where it used to be, and uh, they had to set up uh, like a luxury porta potty. Because they didn't have a bathroom. And that... There was like a portable... Bathroom. And it had like a men's, a women's... A children's, a storage unit. Heating and everything. And that thing was crazy. I never went inside it, but... It, like, for what it was, it was pretty good. And then they had just, like, a trailer for the shop. Then I stopped working there before they put in an actual building in its place. It was crazy. You could see the smoke from my house. And then, uh, the person that owned the country club, he, uh, moved into more in-town area, and he put up, uh, his own little golf shop since he retired from the country club, and he passed on the ownership to someone else. Oh, that was a uh, that was a fun job though. We would just uh, we would have the most fun bringing golf courts from one course to the other, because we would race them. And uh, it was more of a race to see who could get on an electric cart the quickest, 
because the electric carts were the most fun. They they could go much faster and they could drive like 30 miles an hour at least. They were fast. And then you'd get there, you'd get to the other course a full minute ahead of everyone else and then you, you could just make fun of them for being slow. Some of them had like a headlights, they had turning signals, they had like car horns in them. Crazy. That was, uh, that was fun. Although, uh, one time I was working, I mean, a, a couple times weren't really too fun. Preparing for an outing, that was fun. Working an outing was not fun. Because you just kind of sat there, watched people go by for a couple hours, and then once the outing was done, you had to clean up and you would just have a couple dozen carts, like sometimes like 70 carts going. You had people driving them into the, like where the shack area was. You're taking all the trash out, taking the clubs off. You're Then uh, we had to spray them down with the water to clean them. And then people had to go and then uh, park them back where they were supposed to be parked and then it, that was just like a, a lot of quick working and it was just a little stressful at times and the larger the outing the worse it was I've had a this one person was rude I went to go out to his car because he pulled in and I went to get his clubs because that's what we did we got their clubs and we put them on a cart for them. This guy didn't want me touching his clubs. So I didn't I did not bother. I just kind of brushed it off. I kind of brushed it off, went away. And then I when my boss when my bo when uh, I can't speak when my boss told me to go get the his clubs when he asked me why I didn't I told him he didn't want me touching them so then uh one of the other people at my job he went to get them instead now he was much more insistent on taking this man's clubs and this man got so pissed he he's like yelled get away from my damn clubs <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, he acted like we were going to steal them. And he didn't tip us either. And uh, you could tell he was a smoker because his beard was yellow. I mean, he was like a full-on hillbilly. And everyone else is dressed up nice and everything. No, this guy is, uh, he's not. The one outing, it was, uh, 
clouds rolled in last minute and it was starting to rain. No one could golf. And we weren't expecting to rain either. But it was so late into the... It was too late to cancel it. Everyone was already here. So, before the rain started to pick up, uh, we were instructed to put trash cans over people's clubs so the inside of their bags wouldn't get wet. So you just see these, like, uh, trash bags over a bunch of clubs. We had these, like, uh, black trash bags. They were very big ones. Those would go over two clubs at a time. And then we ran out of those, so we had to use these uh, smaller trash bags that were white. And those could only go over one club. And uh, then we had to go inside the tent because there was some lightning. And can't really golf with lightning, that's too dangerous. It was, oh my god. It was just uh, one thing after another. But my least favorite, even though that one was bad, my least favorite outing would have to be with uh, the construction, the construction company, because they did not treat the course properly. They uh, completely tore up the course. There were a ton of them, and they left a huge mess for us to clean up. Not just damage to the course, but also like a lot of littered beer cans and everything. And uh, some people, some of them, uh, brought these uh, marshmallow bags full of jumbo marshmallows, and they just tossed marshmallows everywhere on the course. And from far away, they look like golf balls. You go up close and, well, it's a marshmallow. We had to clean those marshmallows up and... Some of them were starting to melt in the sun from all the heat, because it was very hot that day. And others were being eaten by ants, and it was just not fun to clean up. The only good thing that came out of the, that outing besides getting money for it, was uh, I got a free tool set with like wrenches and screwdrivers and stuff. Because uh, each outing they have uh, raffle prizes. And since the majority of the people at this outing were construction workers, they made all of the uh, raffle prizes construction themed. And some guy won a tool set, and he asked me if I wanted it, and I'm like, are you sure? And he said, I already have plenty of sets better than this one at home, so he obviously didn't want it, so I took it. That's a good set. I've actually used it to build a lot of stuff with my dad and fix some stuff. I, I might have said that before, but that was just a very nice set. It 
it's a crescent set. And I also have a couple other tools, like a multi-tool my dad gave me, and then a flashlight. Recently I uh, fixed my desk. I actually use sandpaper for that though. If I were to need, if I had to build something now, besides a uh, sign, wood into dimensions that I needed, I could build what I needed easily. Like I'm, my parents wouldn't let me use a buzz saw or table saw or anything, but we have those, and my dad could use them for me if needed. One time I, uh, a couple times, yeah, a couple times in a uh, school we had to build stuff. And, uh, I've always found a easy way to build whatever we needed to build. Like, uh, one time we had to make a poster for a museum project it was, a wax museum. And, uh, there was different, different requirements for the rubric, point-wise. And, uh, there were 10 available points for creativity, and I remember that specifically because a lot of people got 99 out of 100 for the entire project, and every one of those, pe every one of those people missed one point for creativity. And I was one of the only, if not the only, person to get a full 100%. Because, uh, I, you could tell I put in enough, I put in a lot of effort into my project. It was either 10 points for creativity or 10 for effort or maybe both. But you could tell I put my 10 points in. I spent, you know, an entire day trying to draw on the, on my poster board with with a bunch of crayons and markers and stuff. And this was this was a big poster board, okay? I mean, this was like probably like eight pieces of paper put together. It was it was big. And uh everyone else, you know, their projects looked great. Some of them looked better than mine. But you you knew you knew that they did not do their project themselves that's why they all missed one point on the creativity and effort like me you could tell you know it was drawn by someone in fifth grade you know you could tell i drew it myself you could tell i put it together myself
but you had some people, you know, they had an entire graphic printed out. You had entire graphics printed out by boys that could not use a computer for the life of them. There's no way they could make a professional graphic for their project. This one girl had this very nice poster board, and it even had LED lights put into it. And you could tell that it was put into it by a person, not just bought from the store. But this was a project coming from a girl that did not do any physical labor whatsoever. There's no way she spent the time and effort to put LED lights that neatly into her into her poster board. There's no way she did that herself. Her parents helped her, and that was with a lot of people. They did the research and everything on for the project. They did all of the writing part of it, but their parents did a lot of the helping when it came to the poster board. Not all of it, but you could tell they did help. That's why a lot of people missed a point. I did it all myself. What did I do? I just used crayons and, crayons and markers. A ton of other people didn't do that. The one time we had to make a, a model, a model of an atom from the periodic table of elements. And mine was chromium. Atomic atomic number 24. And, uh... I got a full 30 points on it. It was, a uh, 30 out of 30. The crazy thing about that was... First, you had to do research into your atom. Because you had to know how many protons, neutrons, and electrons there were. And then you had to build a model of your of your atom. And uh, this was in 8th grade. So some people had the ability to actually make something that they could prove like, some people had the ability to make something without their parents' help. Not everybody, but some people. Uh, some people spent, like, $20. Some people spent, like, $30 on resources to build their model for the project. Like, the one person bent wood into a ring into like bent a couple strips of wood into this ring and a couple rings for their project. They said it took them like thirty bucks to do that. This uh some were a bit cheaper, like one person took a like a styrofoam ball and shoved uh colored pencils into it. I think the one of the cheapest ones I've seen was, uh, <laughs> it 
it was funny because two people did this, okay? First, one person started to do it, and then the other person realized, hey, I could do that too. And so he took the first person's idea, and they both had this. They, uh, they made the rings out of very loosely cut pieces of paper. They colored it with a marker on it very poorly. And then uh, they tried to hold it together with uh, a couple colored pencils and tape, which barely worked. They both fell apart. You know, it was just their attempt at not putting too much effort into it, you know, because they didn't want to spend a lot of money. They wanted to be resourceful, and neither of them really cared about the project itself, so they both did terrible. But, uh, I don't mean to brag, but I probably had one of the best models because I did not spend any money on my model whatsoever. And the way I did it, I built it out of Legos. And uh, it was small, it was durable, it was easy to hang on the ceiling, which you had to hang yours on the ceiling to get full points. Mine hanged easily because it was Legos. Just wrapped a clip around the base and it, it, it was easy to hang. And uh, I made the entire model in the morning, the day it was due. It only took me half an hour to make. The way I did it was was just crazy good. Like, I, uh... I had, I had like, uh... Like a handle to, for it to be held on the ceiling. I had a ring plate for the electrons to uh, be on. And also for the protons and neutrons. And then I just built on top of that. Not only was mine uh, like one of the best, if not the best projects, like models, but uh, mine was also, I believe, the smallest one. And my friend Mason, he wasn't like a close friend, but I mean, him and I talked. He told me that his older brother tried to do the same thing out of Legos the year before and his did not end up very well so it was just good to know that I was able to build mine out of Legos and make it work it's like just because like everyone had Legos a lot of people had Legos that doesn't mean everyone could have made a model out of Legos and make it work. It kind of reminds me of BattleBots, like 
There's a ton of people that can make a robot. They have the money, they have the resources, they have the team. It doesn't mean the robot's going to be good. Robots, the uh, BattleBots is a good show. I've, uh, I watch it with my parents. And, uh, a new season just started earlier this year. They have, like, a season every year. One of my favorite robots or favorite teams is, uh, Bite Force. And, uh, Bite Force has a 26, has a record of 26 wins and only one loss. And Bite Force's one loss is from the bot Chomp, which is a terrible robot to begin with. And it just got lucky and broke its, uh, broke Bite Force's weapon chain in the very beginning of the match, so Bite Force could not fight back. But Bite Force is just a crazy bot. But it wasn't in last year's season. Or I don't think it was in the last two seasons. So I really hope it's in this season. Because it is just a great bot. Like, if, if, if you don't count the lucky win that Chomp had against Bite Force, then they would be undefeated. Because that one win that Chomp had was only a win out of pure luck. I mean, they got lucky with disabling the Bite Force's main weapon, and then they got lucky with the judges giving them the win. Because, I mean, it went the full distance, and the judges had to decide the winner. That's what that's what happens when uh, the, both bots go to full three minutes in a fight. Like it was, it was just a very upsetting fight. If uh, if you uh gave Bite Force the opportunity to rematch against Chomp, they would win 99 times out of 100. They're just that good. Chomp is not that good of a bot. The, it's interesting, but it doesn't work well because uh, most bots and uh, and battle bots, they're controlled by a driver manually but everything about chomp is automated i think in uh at least uh in the earlier seasons now chomp is uh i believe is controlled manually at least a uh, driving portion i don't know about the weapon itself and even though they're uh they're uh, more manually driven than before. They're still impressive in the means that uh, 
they're the only bot in the competition that does not use wheels. So there's a weight limit for the bots in a tournament. Bots can only be up to 250 pounds. The only way you can go above that is if your bot doesn't use wheels. And if, if you can make a bot that uses working legs and only legs, no wheels, then you can increase the weight limit of your bot to 500 pounds, so double the limit. And Chomp is the only bot that has done that. Not that they're a, a good bot, they're still not that good of a bot. They've only won one fight so far, and that was against a bad bot to begin with, but it is interesting to see uh, how different Chomp is uh, all the other bots in the show. But I, I believe that... I believe if Bite Force comes back, the team has a good chance of winning again. I think I'm gonna end this podcast episode here. I'll try and record another one soon. And I hope that you have a great day and or a great night whenever you're listening to this. But for me it's nighttime, so I hope you have a good night.